Good morning, everyone. The Mary Griffith Show is underway, brought to you by Harvest Ridge Coffee and Refreshment Services, Pepsi, premier locally roasted coffees delivered in small batches. The beans are hand-roasted, and we love it here at the Radio Ranch. And you can try some, too, whether you go to your local convenience store or you have it delivered at your office like we do here at the Radio Ranch, or uh, whether you want it delivered to your home, you can get Harvest Ridge Coffee from Refreshment Services Pepsi. Look for it in your local uh, grocery and convenience store. We are joined today by Melissa McKelvey, who... This morning, in a pre-recorded form, was giving advice about taking care of other people around the holidays, being mindful of people who are grieving during this holiday season, that they may not be so jolly and bright. And today, we're going to talk about taking care of ourselves during this holiday period. But first, we're going to say good morning to Drew Quintero. Good morning, Mary. You look so much like Buddy the Elf, I cannot handle it. It's crazy. I think that's trademark, though. I'm not allowed to say that. That's fine. Uh, well, you aren't Buddy the Elf. You just look like Buddy I the Elf. I do just look like Buddy the Elf. You do look just a little bit like Buddy the Elf. I think I've seen him around town, and I say, every time I see him, I think, gosh, that Buddy looks so much like Drew. I wonder why I never see those two together. Well, it's you're a mystery. Here, it's a mystery. You're here today because... One of the jobs you do at Cornerstone, and you do very well, is telling people the Cornerstone mission about mental health awareness. But in order for Cornerstone to have services available to people from all income levels, you have to do some fundraising. That's right, we do. We are a nonprofit here in Quincy, and uh, one of the ways that we are able to continue the work that we do is through donations. And right now, we are in the midst of our holiday appeal, and our goal is to raise $25,000 um, during this time, this holiday time, and we uh, are asking if anyone out there is feeling a little giving time, you know, this year, tis the season, uh, and to give the gift of hope to those in the community who need it most, and donations can be made in any dollar amount um, to Cornerstone via our website at cornerstone-quincy.org, or by phone, 217-222-8254, or you can mail us a check at 316 North 9th Street here in Quincy, 62301. Okay. 316 North 9th is where their headquarters is, so please mail them a check or call them, and they'll be happy to take that uh, donation from you. And this is critically important that you keep donations going year-round because your services last year-round. That is correct. Uh, The money that is donated to us will go to our uh, programs that serve our underserved uh, underserved populations here in town, Um, one of those being our Comprehensive Youth Services Program, which allows children in the school systems to get uh, free mental health therapy, so an access to care program. So uh, it eliminates the boundaries of... Uh, that might stop a parent or a child from getting that help that they need for themselves um, by going into the schools and providing those services to the students there and including the families and the teachers and support staff at the schools as well. This is so critically important. Uh, Not enough can be said about the fact that uh, children need to be treated where they're comfortable and where they where they are, and identifying them is often something that happens in the school setting. So Absolutely. that's critically important. And Cornerstone and other agencies have special services for kids. So if you feel like your child is struggling, reach out to whatever mental health professional you would like uh, to provide you services, and uh, hopefully they'll be at a clinic that also has a sliding scale yes. where even those who are not wealthy can can uh, be part of this, and hopefully your insurance pays for it because 
this has changed a lot. Yes. Yes. It used to be that mental health care was not under anybody's coverage plan, as if mental health care was not equally as important, but we know it is, so That's right. things have yes. changed. Yes, so we are so thankful that insurance companies are recognizing that and putting mental health therapy into their services that they will cover, um, and we do offer uh, a sliding scale program, as you said, if you have a high deductible or do not have insurance yourself, you can uh, work through that program, and we are so grateful for the United Way of Adams County for providing the funds for that for us. So uh, we are a community-driven organization and we're so thankful for the community partnerships that we have with the United Way, Mormon Foundation, Tracy Family Foundation, uh, along with many others, but also need the help of the community, too, to keep things going for us throughout the year. Well, speaking of that help, there's a fundraising event that's coming up that was one of the first of its kind in Quincy to kind of flatter, what is it, imitation is the highest form, form of flattery. Of flattery. Yes. Uh, your Dancing with the Local Stars is coming that's back. Right. Please tell us when, how, everything you that's going to happen. Well, Mary, we are going back to the totally radical decade of the 80s on Friday, February 2nd, when Dancing with Local Stars returns to the ambiance. This year, we are doing an 80s theme. All of our dancers will be dancing to music from that totally tubular time in the past. The event is Friday, February 2nd in Social Hour starts at 6 p.m. with dinner at 7. And this year we are honoring the Humanitarian of the Year, uh, and it is the Shell family. Uh, Holly Shell and her family who started the hashtag Be Like Grace Foundation. And tickets are on sale now, and they are $75 through January 2nd, and then will increase to $100 starting January 3rd. So those tickets are available now, and you'll want to get those. We have 10 dynamite teams ready to dance it out on stage, do the robot, the worm, the moonwalk, Everything that your little 80s loving heart can think of, it's going to be on that stage, and we are so excited to be back again this year. Is there a height restriction on hair? The higher the hair, the, the closer, closer the I'm going to put you to that stage. <laughs> the higher the hair, the closer That's the right. Get That's right. Get your internet out. Get your electric blue eyeshadow. All things that are in the fashion world again right now. So we are excited to do our first themed event. This is the first time that there's been a theme for dancing, and we thought, why not go gnarly and do the 80s? Okay, can't wait. The 80s, Friday, February 2nd. Get your tickets now at Cornerstone. There's probably a website, and what is yep. that? The website, again, is cornerstone-quincy.org, or you can give us a call at 217-222-8254. Or you can stop by and visit us at 316 North 9th Street in Quincy, 62301. Okay. Thank you very much. I'll let you bask in the sun now, Drew. Oh, You've done so nice. a wonderful job. <laughs> Thank you. We'll, we'll maybe talk to you a little bit later on. But let's let's turn his microphone off as he goes into slumber with his, his uh, shades on. We are here at the corner of 4th and Main, and for years we had the Newcomb hotel blocking the sun from coming into here and now we've got this brilliant sunscape in the winter it's really uh comes in about nine o'clock and really floods our studio uh with light and that light is good for us melissa mckelvey is here from cornerstone she is a therapist and we heard a little bit this morning about some of her advice on the news programs about you know just trying to be 
kind and compassionate towards people who may be suffering loss this time of year or maybe remembering a loss that was suffered around this time of year. Don't try to force people to be jolly. Well, the same is true for us. Yes. Uh, You know, uh, sometimes we just don't want to be jolly. We don't feel jolly. We feel stressed. And the bottom line is we always feel uh, so much of of an obligation. There's a little weight on our shoulders. And I can imagine not being a parent. I mean, I'm not very, like, this weekend I haven't been well. My husband's sick today. He's not at work. We haven't been well. Oh, thank God we don't have kids. Because, you know, if we were still wrapping packages and calling the North Pole and making sure Santa was on time with his delivery, this would be a nightmare. So we owe it to ourselves to kind of give ourselves permission to maybe just do what's absolutely necessary and let the rest of it slide. Absolutely, Mary. It's it's the time of year when we want to remind ourselves that no is a complete sentence, right? You don't need an excuse. <laughs> exactly. Just say no. You, they right. don't have to know why. Right. It's not their business why. Yes, yes. And really narrowing down what we plan to do to what is most important and essential in terms of keeping our holiday traditions alive is what we might have to do. We can't do everything. We can't be at every cookie bake off and ice building ice all those hallmark movie traditions we can't do it all mary well you know what it's funny because i was just watching uh they have a new one it's called christmas on i don't know some lane you know name name a lane <laughs> and now they've got a sequel to it and the premise is this young woman comes home and she's really forced literally by the housing association of her parents to decorate for Christmas. That's cute. It's funny. And she Uh falls in love, of course, blah, blah, blah. Right. But frankly, you know, the first day they're told you have to put up a decoration, she puts a little bitty nutcracker that's about three inches tall and puts it out on the front porch and says, there it is. That's my decoration. Goodbye. Leave me alone. They come by and cite her for inappropriate size of her nutcracker and things like that. And, you know, it's a Hallmark movie, so we all know she has to go along with that. She cannot just, Mm -hmm. you know, bundle up in her gray sweater and really read a book. So, We are told over and over again that we have to conform. And this is also problematic. Yes. Because this year my husband and I did not put up outside decorations. (gasps) I know. And, you know, I do feel a little bit guilty because my neighbors have all done, and some even more than they did last year. Why is it so hard for the average person to say, I just don't want to do it this year. There's so much pressure. There's so much pressure to do what you did the year before. Or you think back to that one time that was really great. Remember that one time and how great our house looked and that that super fun thing we did? And, And we're always trying to get back to that, right? And so every year we try again, we try again, we try again. And then at some point we're like, wait, this isn't. This is no longer fun. I'm just doing this because I have to, not because I want to. Well, that's the key. Those who want to do it, great. And, you know, I'm enjoying my neighbor's decorations. I'm sorry we didn't follow suit. Maybe we will next year. We haven't given up on Christmas completely. But it just didn't work out for us. And I'm sitting there thinking, if my husband and I, who basically have pretty normal jobs with some free time, you know, I mean, if we can't do it, how do these people get all this done? And how does it get done without people just going nuts? And that's part of the problem. We add the stress on ourselves to get the perfect gift. And I'm always laughing because for years the joke in our family was 
that my dad was going to give my Uncle Don a bottle of his favorite whatever liquor, and my Uncle Don was going to give my dad a bottle of Johnny Walker Red. And when my dad died, there were about 10 unopened bottles of Johnny Walker Red because, I mean, we just don't drink that much in our family. <laughs> and it was nice, a nice exchange of presents. Right. But I'm sitting there thinking, you know, this became problematic. It's almost like, here, I've given you this, now you give me this. This has become our routine. Any break in that routine, you know, it's it's hard. Yes. My brother just sent me a meme this weekend, and it was about how hard it is to buy a gift for your dad. And there was this these comedians singing this song, and it was part of it was like, I bought you a Lagunitas hat because one time I saw you drinking a Lagunitas, which is a beer, right? <laughs> and just how we get, you know, for years, my, my brother worked um, for a company that did advertising for John Deere, and every single present was John Deere related from my parents, right? It's just, we get stuck on something, uh-huh. and it's and just we have to buy, we have to buy, we have to buy, and we just get so wrapped up in, in the moment of like, ah, 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 and we... You know, we kind of talked about this last time, Mary. We forget that it's about us and less about well, the other person and more that about, it's about us. The birth of Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. I mean, you know. Uh-huh. Although the baby Jesus did have a John Deere hat on his head, I'm sure he the did. Shepherds I'm sure him, he did. Yes. Sure. But you know, I think you know. I used to. My brother lives in Dallas, and so uh, my best friend is a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I used to go down every year to see my brother, and I would go to the Dallas Cowboys store, and I would always try to buy something she didn't have. And each year became harder and harder and more expensive because now I had to get like Emmett Smith signed material, you know. And the last year I bought her something, it was Dallas Cowboys Tupperware. And I informed her that I had bought everything the Dallas Cowboys store offered yes. that I could afford. And so next year there would be no Dallas Cowboys. You, you, you jumped the shark on you Dallas Cowboys. She material. would just have to do she had it's nice sometimes when people have something they like like that it does make it mm-hmm. easy to buy for them you know but on the other hand this this compelling feeling like oh i've got to get the perfect gift when people do appreciate the perfect gift but they also just appreciate you being there for them right right and our presence is such a gift right our That's presence why they call is it a present are... but you know what i notice as a mom, daughter, wife, friend, all of those things, is that the more I pressure myself to do, the less present I actually am. And that's when you have to say, right, when it's just like, okay, do this, do this, do this. When are we going to cook? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? And you're never actually there enjoying it. You know, what's the point? Then it's just like checking something off a list instead of really like, oh, I love to cook and make cookies with my mom and spend time together and do these good it's just checking off a box and what's next yeah i think you know we don't want everybody to turn into a grinch no if you enjoy doing this stuff then you probably have made plans you know okay on thursday mom's coming over and we're going to make cookies all day and you've already made the plans and they already fit into your schedule and everything it's this feeling that you have to do one more thing Mm -hmm. one more thing one more thing and also the ability to allow yourself to say look we have pretty decorations but this year we're not putting them up outside we have wonderful things that we normally do but this year we're stepping back just Mm -hmm. just this one year we're going to step back and do a little bit less giving yourself permission how hard is that for a lot of people because again (laughs) 
as my mother said one year, <laughs> Christmas is not a time to have fun. It's a time to spend with your family. <laughs> That is classic. It's, it is so classic. My awesome. brother and I, I mean, we still laugh about that because, you know, there were, you know, there were certain things that I'm sure that she felt were very necessary. To, right. it, if this wasn't happening, then it wasn't Christmas. And so much of it was what her mother had done, you know. And then so much of it after my mother died, it's like, well, now I have to do this because my mom always did it. And then it's like, well, do I really have to do this because my mom always did it? And so, you know, you just, it really becomes wearing on you. And, uh you need to give yourself permission to take a breath. You do, and it does become wearing. And it is a matter of taking stock some years. And sometimes it's those years you don't put up Christmas decorations outside, right? And, and you decide then next, did I miss it? It's fine if you did, and you're like, yeah, I think next year we will. Or if you're just like, mm, didn't miss it at all. I enjoyed the neighbors, and it's fine. But we can take stock and then re-give ourselves permission if we want to do it. Right. But it's that expectation over and over and over again, just because it's been done before that can really wear us down. And yes, there are other people are involved. A lot of times parents, you know, that that want us to do something for for them and we want to make them happy and we have to not be able to do everything in order to be happy and present and not be a Grinch. Well, uh, and when you are married and you have to go to both grandparents, oh, wow, uh, you know, and one of them's out of town, and yep. one of them's close, and one of them's this, and one of them's that, and who do we go to? And yeah, it can be very stressful. So, folks, give yourself permission within reason to do only what you absolutely really must do. And then everything else is that cherry on top. Yes. Oh, I'll tell you a story after we come back. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break. The uh, Quincy Max Sales Truck and Service bring you this report from the Ursa Farmers Cooperative. It's 20 minutes away from Fox News at the top of the hour. We're back. Talk Radio 930 WTAD. Melissa McKelvey is my guest today. She is a therapist with Cornerstone. And whether you choose Cornerstone or any other, mental health provider. You can even go to your own primary care provider. If you're experiencing a lot of stress, a lot of unresolved grief, a lot of unresolved anxiety, this time of year, beautiful day like today when the sun is shining, that boosts us all. But there is truly something that can be said that late December, January and February are times of the year when people genuinely get blue. Their vitamin D goes down. They're they're just not as active and they're not out as much. So Self-help is what we're talking about today. Um, of course, parents have an obligation to uh, do something for their kids, you know, some minimal thing. Uh, I always loved it. Um, oh, what was her name? Regis and Kathy Lee. Kathy Lee Gifford always said, I don't care how much money Frank and I have. Baby Jesus got three gifts. That's what our kids get. She goes, they may Love be that. expensive gifts, but they're opening up three. This pile them to the ceiling ain't going to happen in the Gifford mm-hmm. household. And I always laugh about that because I think, wow, you know, because really we love watching little kids open presents. But at the end of the time, first of all, who remembers? We remember when they were two and three and four at childhood. They yes. don't remember that. Right. Why are you putting so much pressure on yourself to have it perfectly wrapped, perfectly this, perfectly that? And frankly, they'll play with the box. You'll They'll disappoint you. Because you're excited that you think you've got them the perfect gift that they're going to want. They could care less. And then something else 
catches their eye and you're like, right. you know, that right. grandma got, you know, and that there's a lot of competition. Oh, between grandmas? Between grandmas. Heck yeah. Oh, there yeah. Is. So that's the first thing we need to talk is let's calm that down. Right? right, right. Chill on the competition. It's not a competition, right? And sure, you want to get something for your kids or your grandkids to open. And you want to think about who they are and what they like. But putting that pressure, uh, perfectionism, oh, killer, right? It's it, it, the perfect gift. Uh, don't put that pressure on yourself. Yeah. Well, there really isn't. I mean, right. Well, the trouble is the perfect gift is something you can't have. Yes. I mean, every year Santa bring me a pony, <laughs> you know, and my mom and dad would explain that Santa will not bring a gift if you're not able to care for it. Mm. And I would talk about how I had a place for a place for hay in my room and that pony could live in the room and I would take it for a walk just like a dog and I had it all planned out but Santa always left a note on Christmas morning saying dear little pinky you got whatever yes Susie wets a lot but you didn't get a pony because you really don't have a place for your pony to live so Mm -hmm. and then of course I would say can we move to a farm and that would start the next all I want for Christmas is to move to a farm so um you know their their expectations are very high uh, around this time of year for children, what they think can happen because it's, so one of the things advice to parents lower their expectations, explain to them that Santa Claus does communicate with mom and dad about appropriate gifts, right? Right, right. I mean, Santa knows all. Mm-hmm. So a little story from again, my poor brother, who I'm really throwing under the bus. This, That's this the best segment, thing to do on the Mary right? show. He really wanted a go-kart one year. Mm-hmm. My mom was like, we can't get Luke a go-kart. What are we going to get poor Missy? We don't have anything that big. So Luke did not get to the go- get the go-kart, and I hear about it to this day. And you know what I say, Mary? I saved his life. That kid was, he would have had a terrible accident. He was so accident prone. I saved his life, but he doesn't appreciate it. This segment brought to you by Trader TNT. <laughs> Jason Trader is alive and doing well. Your brother was right. Your brother was right. But you know what? I understand what your parents were saying, but they were putting a price tag on things that is so hysterical because I just took one of my little charges, a little kid I mentor, I took him to buy something for his mother. And so we went to a jewelry store and we picked out something for his mother. Okay. This was a special program that Lucia Geise runs where you can get, you know, a nice gift mm-hmm. for a discounted price because, you know, she's yes. a wonderful lady. It's right next to TNT. We walk out and there's a prowler or whatever that thing is there, whatever brand name that is, you know. And he goes, can I get this for dad? I'm like, not today. No, 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 no. <laughs> Miss Pinky came to take you shopping for mommy. But no, no, no. We're not wrapping this one up too. <laughs> right. But it is funny because, see, they don't understand. And I think your parents would have probably been fine they didn't get in the go-kart not because of money your mother didn't want him to get in a wreck uh, yes so but you know what children don't compare because they don't know how much things cost mm-hmm. so if you get the doll you want and he got the go-kart you want really i think what you ought to do now is go out and i'll call jason trader he can get you one today and you can deliver it to your brother in time for christmas oh, okay don't luke if you're listening <laughs> this is not going to happen <laughs> You would still kill yourself on a go-kart. Well, we cannot now do at it. this age, more than likely than ever. But again, you know, we have to give permission to ourselves to say there are limits. You know, Santa Claus is not going to yes. bring a pony. And God, don't let him bring a puppy. I mean, the American Humane Society will tell you, the Quincy Humane Society will yes. tell you that this is the very worst time in the world 
to bring a dog or a cat into a family home. Yes. Put a gift card underneath there with a little kennel and a box of food and say, guess what we're going to do when things calm down? We're going to go get a puppy or a right. kitty and we're going to integrate it into our family life. And and again, Mary, you and I have talked about this, but it, it's about the parents, right? And they're like, oh, I want to see that look on the kid's face when they unwrap a puppy but what about the look on that kid's face when you're like, oh, we can't take care of a puppy. You know, we've got to rehome this puppy. You've got, you have to know your family and your kids and what you can take care of. And that, that smile on their face when they open the puppy may not be worth it. Yeah. You have to understand that there are different things, different strokes for different folks. Right. Uh, the same way is true, I guess, when it comes to uh, gift giving among spouses, among siblings, like you said, grandparents can get a little bit over the top um, and be competitive. Um, and the other thing that <laughs> we laugh about this, I, I, one of my pet peeves of all time is trying to figure out a gift for your boss. Because you're not in your boss's interpersonal wheelhouse, okay? Right, right. And number two, how am I supposed to buy a gift for someone who makes 50,000 times more money than I do? What could I possibly give them? You know, how about I'll just stay awake at work today or I'll show up on time. <laughs> Much better. Right. But I mean, again, it's because I'll never forget I was picked because I was the second in command to buy the gift for the boss that year. This was years ago. So I thought, what would I, you know, what would I think would be beautiful? And I'd been to her home and she had a beautiful backyard. And I thought she needs a birdhouse to put out in her backyard so that she can watch all the birds come and feed at her birdhouse. So I don't consult with any of my coworkers. I just take the money, we pull it, I go out and buy her a birdhouse. She has a morbid fear of birds. <laughs> so she opens this up, and the rest of the staff is just like, and she's like, is this a gag? And I'm like, no, it's not a gag. I thought you would love a beautiful birdhouse for your backyard. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just like, oh. Another time I bought a diabetic coworker a big box of chocolates. I mean, you right. don't know right. these people. Yes. <sighs> and you think about poor teachers who are getting... Quintero's <laughs> getting too much fun out of this. Teachers, teachers, how many mugs? Right, how many that's exactly what I was going to say, Mary, right? Give them a gift card to a yes. restaurant. Yes. Go together yes. as a group and say, yes. there's 20 of us. Instead of 20 mugs, let's all put in five bucks right. and get them a $100 gift card so they can go have a spa day. Because after our kids, they need one. Right. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. Or get them something that the kid made that, you know, they don't yeah. have any feeling like they have to... Right. Hang on to right. it forever. Right. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, our final moments will be, don't put any pressure on yourself. Take care of yourself. This last weekend, uh, we just went to a few things, and we just kind of laid around mm-hmm. and watched Hallmark movies, and we didn't feel very well, and mm-hmm. we had a nice meal at home, and uh, it was so yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. But, of course, I don't have in-laws and kids and, you know, all these other pressures, so. Forced uh, family fun. Forced family. Christmas is not a time to have fun. <laughs> it is a time to spend with your family. Exactly. We're back. Talk Radio 930 WTAD. This health tip, homemade eggnog can kill you. Uh, <laughs> Melissa McKelvey and I are talking about surviving homemade eggnog when we were kids. Uh, some real good strategies for folks. Say no is number one. Say no. Drink water. Drink water. Manage expectations. Right. For you, your kids, your parents, all of them. 
and just do the things that physically take care of yourself. Get some sleep, you know, pull your way, pull, pull yourself away from the family game night. If you're ready, if you love it and it's good for you, do it, do it, do it. But if you really want to be in bed, go get some rest, read a book, take some downtime, eat a green vegetable. vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, maybe take a morning off of drinking, have an extra glass of water and, and, and do those things that'll keep you healthy. Take care of yourself. But most importantly, you know, think about what would really bring joy in other people's lives. And they would rather see you healthy and happy yes. than any gift you could possibly give them. So, point, you know, I mean, we keep beating the same drum over and over and over again. And here I am, Susie Crafter. You know, I can't craft with a darn. And last week I put reindeer, red pom-pom reindeer noses on all these reindeers because, ugh. again, you know, we have to have something to give these little kids. And right. it's like, they're not, hmm. <laughs> I'm waiting for one of them when they're 60 years old to see me, you know, as they're leaning over my casket. You were the nice lady who put the red pom-pom on my Rudolph. I'll never forget you. Okay. I'm sorry. Did I digress to bitterness? <laughs> Remember, uh, just do what you can. And if you want to be mean to your brother, it's perfectly okay, right? It, it was a loving gesture. It was that a loving gesture life. that saved his life. Yeah. Okay. Drew Quintero. We're raising money by dancing and watching people dance. Are you ready to say who these people are? Oh, I am so ready to announce our fantastic teams. We have Whitney Stanford and Mark Hespin, Brenna Phillips and Scott Phillips, Amy Hendrian and Casey Girding, Jim Molidor and Julie Phelan, T and Connie Herbeline, Emily Watkins and Norman Ellerblock, Angie Gooding and Becky Ketters, Ray and Brianna Rivera, and Derek and Mary Byquist. Okay. So we have some great teams ready to do the robot, do every 80s dance you can think of. Could there be and some disco? Because disco was still in. Disco was, you know, it was, it was on its way out, Mary. It was on its way out. I mean, we had large uh, bonfires of disco records in those early 80s days. But you never know, you never know what you might hear uh, and what you might see at Dancing with the Local Stars 80s flashback. But we are so excited for Friday, February 2nd at the Ambiance. The social hour starts at 6 with dinner at 7. And those tickets are available now and are $75 through January 2nd. And will increase on January 3rd to $100. So get your tickets now to come out and celebrate Cornerstone and the work that we do here in the community, as well as the Shell family, our Humanitarians of the Year. And those tickets are available at cornerstone-quincy.org or giving us a call at 217-222-8254. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the TikTok it's for all of the fun information, uh, team announcements, team photos and some very special video promos that we have going this year okay. for the event. Loving it. I love the Shell family being humanitarians because, again, they took a tragedy that could have uh, brought that family to its knees, and I'm sure they still grieve every day, but they've turned that into something positive. And more people know who Grace Shell is now That's than right. knew when she was alive, and, yeah. and her beauty will live on forever and ever. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Melissa McKelvey. You have permission to... Tell your brother that you did save his life. And I Drew, you have a wonderful Christmas as Thank well. Thank you. You too, and Mary. We'll be back to do it all again tomorrow, folks.